Welcome to another fantastic episode of Shame is Delicious. You're just coughing over the intro. So I didn't mean to. It just, when the cough came, I tried to hide it and I couldn't. But sorry, start, go again. Welcome to another fantastic edition. <laughs> you suck. You suck. I'm so sorry. No, no. <laughs> Welcome to another Zoom edition. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, the, the, the Zoom the Zoom years. This is the, the Zoom, Zoom years. Edition. Do you know what? Listen, you guys have been so patient with us, but I think this will be, that's it, Zoom-wise, because my filming schedule has come to an end. As of tomorrow, as the day of recording, and well, it depends on Darren and how much he continues skating on that ice. Yeah, I think I don't know if I'm working out skill wise. I think I've got maybe a week or another week, two weeks Fine. tops, I think, and then we will be back in the <laughs> studio. Thank you to everybody who's voted for me so far. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Shame is delicious. I feel like we always we started off with dancing and ice. How's yeah. your fuck the ice? My week has been good, man. I went to. I don't think I've been, had a chance to talk about this, but in the last couple of weeks, I've either been to or performed at some benefit gigs. Yeah, what benefits? Well, one was I went to perform at a benefit for Ukraine. Yeah, and that was where you you, you were actually quite mean. And horrible. Well, I was going to talk about this because yesterday I went to watch a benefit gig uh, for the Children's Trust. Now, for those of you who don't know, benefit gigs are basically this. They get famous comedian or comedians on and they put a comedy show on to raise money for a particular cause. And Jamie Hutchinson was one of the comedians and hopefully we'll get him on, look him up. He's a very funny, funny, funny guy. From I don't North. know him, but is the, Scouse, is the Scouse guy who looks like he needs like, a bit. He's a mank guy. Oh, okay. He, yeah, lo- he looks yeah. like he needs a vitamin drip. <laughs> he, he, just... needs, he needs a lot of stuff. But basically, he not, didn't quite burn the gig to the ground, but it, one of the lines was, you think there's a fundraiser for the Children's Trust. There's actually an expose of the Children's Trust and how they treat ginger children. Anyway, and I thought, the reason I wanted to talk about this was because of what I did at the Ukraine gig, which if you don't yeah. know, I basically went on stage and I said, Asian and black people don't care about Ukrainians. And proved it by asking how many Asian and black people there were, and there weren't any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, tell, fact, you, I'll tell you this, though. It always feels good as a comedian when you make a statement that is outlandish and provocative and causes trouble, and then you prove it with a audience, hands up, who's in, and it, the response yeah. is you're liking. Yeah. It's a great feeling. I knew it was going to go badly because I was wearing, basically I wore a blue shirt and a yellow jacket to be like in keeping with the colours of the Ukraine flag. Oh, you kiss us. <laughs> but look, my opening joke was, hi guys, you know, in solidarity with the Ukrainian people, I've worn a blue and yellow for the flag and white trainers for the people. <laughs> oh. You're a horrendous booking for any charity or benefit gig. Because you can't just you can't just be nice about it. You've got to be a dick. <laughs> and you know, people think I should be ashamed of myself, but I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're you're one of those rare people who just has zero shame. Yeah, and I just no. I feel like with a benefit gig, because everyone is so earnest as well. Whoever attends, yeah, 
whoever goes to these things, they're like, oh. oh I always oh, feel oh. like with benefit gigs, the audience have packed sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Which they get out in the interval. Yeah, I feel like it's a packed sandwiches type audience at benefit gigs where they're sitting there. Just, you, you just hear foil unwrapping and you go, oh. Yeah, oh. So then I thought to myself, do you know what would be a really good show? If you did a roast of charities. So basically, you, you pick some charities from a, from a bag, from a yeah. bucket, and then you just roast the charity. The would, you, would you be up for doing that? I'd do that. Oh, what is this? RSPCA. I heard you guys put the dogs down. What <laughs> <laughs> says Marie Curie Cancer Care? Sure. Breast cancer, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> testicular cancer. Whoa, well, you got one ball now, mate. <laughs> oh, shame. Sorry, mate. The thing is, prostate cancer, you kinky bastard. Sorry, I don't mind. <laughs> How did you find that out? But because. <laughs> Because I think we're comedians, we find it incredibly hilarious when yeah, people funny. are earnest and we can take the piss out of a form. Yeah. Whereas audiences think I get they judge us for who we are because they were able to laugh about this stuff. Well, yeah, there's nothing worse for a comic at a gig than you do a charity gig and you always want to know like who you're on who you're on with because yeah. there's always going to be that speech. Where the head of the, you know, whatever charity comes out and they play a video of the starving kids in Africa or the zebras that are being murdered. And then you have to follow that. You never want to follow that. There's only two no. ways to follow it. You either just come out, address what just went on and go at it. Or you come out and just completely take the piss. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. There was this, there was this thing where um, all, some of the children, they painted stuff and each person performing got like a picture painted by one of the children from the Children's Trust. And uh, one of the acts' girlfriends showed me the picture. And I went, yeah, it looks like someone with a brain injury made that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Jesus, are we raising money for you? This is a mess. <laughs> yeah, that, you see, that's the thing. There is a, there is a weird line, isn't it, with that where you ought, like, because we don't really like the earnest stuff. We just want to take the piss. Yeah, even, of course we do. Uh, even if it's even if like one time they did a gig and somebody came out and they had like a projector and did a PowerPoint of how to raise money, and I just oh. ended up I just ended up taking the piss out of the fact they were doing a PowerPoint presentation, and the crowd genuinely loved it. But you always you, as soon as the first joke hit, I went, "Ooh, all right, they're okay." Because you never uh, know with those gigs. Yeah. Sometimes they can be a little bit they can be a little bit up their ass, and, and yeah. also. They're paying quite a lot of money. It's never that yeah, cheap. Yeah, 25, 30 quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I did one for to save the rhinos. I was I, I was like, I don't care about rhinos. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about them. Sorry, sorry. Sp spearmint or actual rhinos? <laughs> <laughs> actual rhinos. Although spearmint rhino could do with a donation or two. Yeah. <laughs> Put me on that gig. Speaking Show us of... the video of who needs help. Are this you... is Estelle. This is Mercedes. Mercedes joined Spearmint Rhinos 15 years ago. I like how you just uh, you just picked the most strippery name you could think. Mercedes. Oh, here's Porsche. Porsche's here, guys. Porsche's here, guys. If a girl had a name of a car, she was probably uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was always like Mercedes. Who's the most fun uh, girl you dated? G-Wagon. <laughs> yeah, it was Alfa Romeo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, dude. 
Fiat Punto. Ooh, that was a fun Ooh, one. Damn. Speaking of which, is what well, the day this comes out is Valentine's Day. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was such a sad response. What? What are you? What are you? <laughs> well, I don't even like that. What are you? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I don't. We. I don't do anything for Valentine's Day. You don't. You're not going to get like roses and uh, leading from. No, like, no, no, none of that. See, one of the one of the um. I, I was stung by something I did many years ago on Valentine's Day. Oh, God. For someone. What did you do? Uh, if we can somehow put some sad music over the top of this, it might be quite good. It was in the middle of my banking day. They used to, I used to work in Mayfair, so the nearest station was Bond Street. And there was this girl I'd been chatting to for a few months. And she worked in bank at another company. Oh, do like the shop? What? <laughs> I no, you said she worked in bank, as in you said it like the shop bank. Is there a shop called bank? There was back in the day. Oh, I've never heard of a shop called bank. Oh yeah, the way you said it, it sounded like the sh- you said in in bank, not like oh, in yeah. bank or in a bank. Sorry, carry oh, on. Oh, in uh, bank the area. Oh, <laughs> 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 even my second option, I was well off. <laughs> okay, yeah, bank right, the area. Bank the area, right? So. One lunchtime, because I'd been chatting to her for a couple of months and it was just coming up to Valentine's Day. I was like, do you know what? She kn- she must know that I fancy her, right? So I'm going to do a very romantic gesture, which is in my lunch half hour. Lunch half hour, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to go from Bond Street to Bank and buy some Earl Grey tea, her favourite tea. Get her favourite book that she's mentioned that she's not had a chance to read yet. It was a Murakami novel. Right? Yeah. Some lunch, because she was having a busy day. Right? And two tickets to Book of Mormon. Oh, my God. Right? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the office, go to the reception, and tell them to say there's a package for name of person here. Right? I did it. Went there, I was like, this is it. This is the moment. That romantic moment, right? I got to the reception. Gave yeah. everything to the uh to the reception dude. <laughs> then I didn't hear anything for two days. <laughs> and we was we used to, we used to talk every day, right? Up to that point. <laughs> two days later, she says to me, I can't believe you sent me such an amazing, massive bouquet of flowers. But, listener, I had no flowers. So I went, oh, I didn't have, send any flowers. And she goes, oh. So apparently she was chatting to some other guy. Yeah. Who just sent her flowers. And he was less of a simp than you. <laughs> he just right? sent flowers. You sent her a whole deluxe package. Uh, right. And she thought the tickets were from him. So they went and saw Book of Mormon together. Please tell me they did. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brutal. Why wouldn't you put your name on it or something? Because I thought, hey, it's Secret Myra Valentine's Day. He must have been. He must have been like, "Yeah, I got you the lunch in the book." What, what was the book called again, babes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> he must have sent flowers, and then 
she, he must have thought, wow, she got me Book of Mormon tickets. Oh my gosh. But surely they must have had a conversation to be like, thanks so much for the tickets. Thanks so much for the tickets, the lunch and everything. How much are the tickets? £35 each. Oh my gosh. And she went there and you didn't hear from her for two... But also, hold on a second. If you had sent her flowers on Valentine's, wouldn't you message you to say thank you and not wait two days? Well, that's what you'd think. But because she just obviously went to the Book of Mormon... Yeah. At the time. What a piece of shit. <laughs> they must have not talked about the flowers on the date. Yeah, no, 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 but if you thought the flowers were from you, wouldn't you just go, oh, thank you for the flowers as soon as they arrive? No, not necessarily, because maybe she was just messing the dude being like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going to become Mormon. What had happened was she saw a cupcake and then a deluxe birthday <laughs> chocolate cake came in and she was like, fuck this cupcake. That's yeah. it, dude. Oh, they probably banged afterwards. Oh, my God. And what, what happened with you and her? We lost touch. Listen, you've got to learn from this. You never want to get into um, a first date on Valentine's. You don't do that. That's a rookie mistake because that's like, that's like <clears throat> I'm in love with you. You don't want that. No, well, we, we know you don't want love. I mean, I don't want lots of things, you know. I don't want wet food. Um, I don't want people walking with their trainers. Sorry, did you say you don't want wet food? Yeah, I don't want overly wet food. I don't like soup and stuff. It's horrible. Even cereal I'm against now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over cereal, man. Wet shit. Not into it, mate. Give me a nice dry bit of toast. Give me a nice egg. Do you know what? If you ever have a family, it, it will be so sad for your children. <laughs> well, my children can eat anything they want. I'd let them have a... Nah, actually, fuck that. No I'd, no, I'd let my kids have what they want. I mean, they'd have sugary cereal, like, once a week or something. And then they would have, like, some eggs. I'd take the egg yolk out. They'd have egg whites. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have some tanked-up kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my kids would look, they'd have, they'd have a, a pocket full of blueberries. <laughs> Most overrated fucking fruit in the world. I mean, your kids are going to get beaten the shit out of them. Blueberries absolutely suck. So you're telling me you've never done anything on Valentine's Day? Because your anti-love stance suggests that you had your heart broken around Valentine's Day. Um, No, I've been on dates on, on Valentine's Day and stuff, but it's always been with people that I was already seeing. The idea of going on a first date on Valentine's Day, because you know what it is? I find it so corny and I want to rip my eyes out because you go into any yeah, restaurant... It- Oh, hello. Oh, is this your first date? Happy Valentine's Day. And there's a guy coming around with a rose in his mouth, and I'm like, oh, choke on it. As if you're going to restaurants, they've got a maitre d' that speaks French. Come on, bruv. Yeah, it's more like, oh, what are you saying, OG? You want a table? <laughs> Have you been to Nando's before? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, yeah, scan the QR code and then man take a seat in it. <laughs> so, what's the most romantic thing you've done? Oh, I've been turned up on a date, paid for it. I've t- listen, say what you want about say what you want about me on dates, but I've paid for some I've paid some expensive dates in the past. Oh yeah, me too, man. What's the most you paid on a date? On a first date? Probably like 150 quid. Oh no, I've done more than that. Have you? Oh dude. I I'm not proud of this. So I on a first on- date. I was I was I went on a date with this girl that I had been talking to for a bit. 
And uh, we went to, what's that restaurant in London, the Japanese one? Oh, it's not even great. Oh, it, there's loads. I mean, no sushi. Not, is it, I think it's Roku. I think it's Roku. Okay. And it was, it was basic. I was still hungry. But they did loads of Japanese whiskeys. Right. And I'm, I'm the sort of guy where, you know, let's keep the fun going. So we just yeah. kept trying some of the whiskeys afterwards. The full date was 450 quid. And I remember, I know, dude, and I remember when, I remember when the bill came, I was like, bro, <laughs> I looked like somebody had punched me in the stomach. I was like, mm. yeah. And what, what, what did she do? She was like, I want to go to the toilet. What did she do? Did she even offer to pay? No, you can't expect her to pay. I just had to suck it. Oh, this was years ago, but I I was celebrating like a win. I can't remember what career thing had happened. So I was kind of using that. But I remember ordering food on the way home because I was still hungry. But 450 what, quid what, to this what, Pepe's? day. Pepe's. Uh, I literally ordered Pepe's just before I got here. I, in the car, that's why That's why we didn't start till six because I was eating Pepe. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Right, so 450. But okay, so I used to be the kind of guy that would be like, you've got to pay on the first date. But hold now on, hold I'm on, like, hold go on. Let, let, me, let me interrupt you there. I've got to get this out. We did bang for a few months after that. So it wasn't, so I felt like it was. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like it was like a one off for then. Were you but both I, still hammered from the whiskey? Is that why? Yeah, we were both very still hammered from the whiskey. It was a, gr it was a great time. And uh, I think she blocked me now. Why she blocked you now? Okay. Well, what happens is you just grow apart. Oh, I don't think she blocked me. I think she just, un just doesn't follow me. Because at the end of the day, people don't really want to be friends. And I like friends. <laughs> Sorry. Can we just clip? That bit up of the sadness in Darren's voice of people don't really want to be friends, and I like friends. Also, she didn't. Also, she didn't live in London. She lived miles away. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was. No. And it was yeah. just like I don't know what, what. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do, bad man? I can't keep coming up to wherever. I don't know. She lived somewhere in like East Anglia. I thought you were gonna say East London, London. <laughs> which is very, that's very London though. London yeah. is a for that it's like oh where yeah. are you from croydon Ugh. no but i can understand that hour and a half you don't go to an hour and a half I, I i need to meet a girl in who lives in nw i don't but need I don't... one two or three that's it <laughs> no i need nw four to six right nw four to six if you're around dara's looking uh we got a story in a valentine story oh, uh, from a person and this is great like in terms of crazy Valentine stories, the first few words are enough for us to all go, what? It goes like this. Got fingered. <laughs> Got fingered by a guy on a hotel bar and his wife was, unbeknownst to me, outside. They're now divorced and I've never seen him since. Oh, red wine is dangerous. I thought I'd got away with it by saying I was being sick and he was holding my hair. Now, the logistics of this is what's thrown me. Yes, the, the holding the hair thing is really... Because I can understand your left hand, let's say, holding the hair. Yeah. But it's quite obvious when you're fingering someone, surely. Yeah. <laughs> but to her, in her defence, red wine is dangerous. What's the most dangerous thing you've done on red wine? Uh, drank another bottle. 
Uh, yeah, okay, the most dangerous thing I've done on Red Wine is got to go <laughs> and then posted loads of pictures of my trainers on Instagram stories. <laughs> I was for great. a phase where I'd get so drunk, I'd just take all my clothes out and just start posting pictures of them. And I, and I, <laughs> what, I, putting I, them up on Vinted? Kiri would message me and go, are you okay? I'd be like, I'm just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, she'd basically say, are you okay? Because you're posting yeah, pictures you of your know, clothes. Yeah, because I'd just be posting pictures of clothes and trainers. This is what happens when you're alone and you're drunk. I, I, I love Red Wine. And I completely sympathise with the woman who got fingered at the bar. I mean, what? A, I mean, what? A what a sentence? Doesn't she sound fun? She does sound really fun. She sounds very fun. She got pissed. She threw up, and she got fingered all at the same time. I mean, that is the British night out, if ever there was. Whilst one. the guy's wife was outside, presumably I mean, getting fingered by someone else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is a real. He's a real like catch. I mean, yeah, I was going to say piece of garbage, but then I, I was like, ah, I kind of respect it. <laughs> kind of, yeah, it's quite a kind of legendary behavior. Like, All right, bro. This is why I couldn't get married because that is the ultimate. Like, imagine being married and your partner, imagine you, your girlfriend. I thought you were going to stop it. Imagine being married. <laughs> yeah, being married is, I just want the party, but none of the commitment. Yeah, but I, also, I, I, also want, I also want someone to have control over my body when I'm dead. That that's which is a which is not probably not a, a sexy thing to say to someone when you get down on one knee. It's like actually, you, I just want. Would you mean you want someone to have control of your body when you're dead? Because. <laughs> <laughs> what does Alice, that mean? Oh, man. Because oh, that's, yeah. that's what. Yeah, I want the I want a sort of marriage from like the 1800s where it was more just about like what happens with the body. So okay, what what do you want to happen to your body? No, no, because I want someone to have control over it. So if I'm dead, so she yeah. can bury it or... Cre- I don't want to be buried. She can cremate me and throw me over like a footlocker. <laughs> okay. But why can't you just oh. not ask an executioner to do that for you? Like, you know, the executor of wills or whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be a wife. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it, yeah, but you want somebody that you trust. I don't want an execution. I don't want a guy who's eating a cheese sandwich deciding on my body. I'd rather have somebody... I'll, who- I'll do it for you. Fuck that! I don't trust you. You're gonna put me in some sort of. You'll put me in like a white voodoo doll or something just to get back at me. <laughs> Listen, I would never do that. I will empty a bottle of super malt. Empty bottle of super malt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, where's Darren's ashes? You see that crate of red stripe? <laughs> it's on. Top... <laughs> it's on top of the crate of red stripe. <laughs> I think that's the weirdest thing ever to have your family members. That's not Aramat. That's not Aramat. That's not Aramat. Yeah. Oh, oh, basmati rice. Just a giant basmati rice. Yeah. That's a real, that's a real like ethnic thing to just like. Do have. you know what I do? I put you in a plaque and put you on top of a Pepe's. I would love that. I, I would, would. I would have Pepe sponsor my funeral and cater. <laughs> I would legitimately have Pepe's cater my funeral. <laughs> I'd be you'd walk in there and you'd be like, yeah, Darren's black, so there's going to be rice and chicken. Not the rice and chicken you expect, though. We got pepper. Oh, yeah. There's no yeah. peas you, here. You think that's a barbecue? No, 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 no. Those are the Darren's ashes cooking your pepe. Exactly. I'll tell you one thing. My ashes don't have any calories. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is, ate pepes. 786. There is eight. Oh, pepes now, right? They do like a, a a special garlic bread thing. We talk so much about Pepe's <laughs> on this podcast. It's ridiculous. God, they do a garlic what? Dude, they do like a like a like a garlic bread, and they do like a new flatbread thing, and it's like amazing. 
Like, I see, I'm legitimately just talking about Tefe's because my love of it as well. I would happily, I would happily, like, I'm obviously I'm not a fan of marriage, but I would propose in a Pepe's and I'd put the ring in the chicken and rice box. I'll be like, Bebs, (laughs) Bebs, I love you. Listen, you know, we're doing our show in Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. I know where the Pepe's is. Ooh. We should definitely film us going to Pepe's before our Leicester show. Yeah, I would love that. I, 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 would, I bet you Leicester Pepe's as well is probably on point because Leicester, yeah, Leicester yeah. is top notch. Fine. Shame is delicious. So look, it's uh, probably a good time to talk about Leicester. We are going to be at the Leicester Comedy Festival doing Shame is Delicious, but before that we're going to go to Pepe's and you can come and join us. Uh, Let's Comedy Festival on the 16th of February at Manhattan 34. Please buy tickets. Well, it's it's free to come, so you reserve tickets, but it's better for you to reserve those tickets so you can see us talk about Pepe's in real life. Exactly. (laughs) And hopefully um, I will still be on Dancing and Ice then. And if I am, I'm going to be travelling after training to Leicester, making the effort. So please do make the effort. And come and see your boys and bring your shameful stories. And it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good old time. Where else can they see us, Darren? Oh, they can see us everywhere. You can follow us on both on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Shame is delicious. You can see us on the 4th of March. We'll be at the Just for Laughs London. Um, Do come see us there. It's going to be great. We'll be filming a bit there as well, because it's just a bit of a mad festival, isn't it? Yeah, I and I think people realise that Just for Laughs is like one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world based in Montreal. And they've it's been a real access point for some of the biggest comedians you've ever seen. Particularly in North America, they've all gone through Just for Laughs. And Just for Laughs are bringing it over to London and they're giving us the privilege of doing a podcast, our podcast, at the JFL London, which is their first time here. So it's a pretty big deal and it's an amazing opportunity. So it'd be amazing for you guys, if you're in London, to come and support us at JFL London. Also, Ryan Reynolds is going to be there doing a speech. He's going to be there. And we are trying to get him on the podcast. We can't promise yeah, yeah. it just yet. But yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We will be calling his 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 people. Yeah, we, we've promised, you know, some Wrexham. He can promote Wrexham AFC to everyone. We've agreed to sponsor Wrexham AFC if, I'm a if big, they need us. I'm a big Marvel fan. I can talk to him about Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know I also, nothing about Marvel. So I also used to enjoy the Van Wilder films where he was like an older, creepy guy who would sort of date high school yeah. girls. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of alliteration. I like alliteration. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Ryan so, Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds is going to be... Oh, I, thought, I thought you had more. <laughs> he's going to be at the O2. So if nothing else, come and come, come for that at least. So... It'd be lovely to see you. Thank you for all your support that you've been giving us. Keep giving us those five-star ratings. Keep giving us a review. Keep commenting. Do all of that stuff because uh, yeah. uh, it helps us. And hopefully Also, can... come, and, come and support your boys on tour. Ishan, your tour is starting very, very soon, huh? It is starting. on the Well, it will be from the day this goes out. It will be next week. Next Thursday, I'm in Bristol. Uh, tickets are really, really fast. I've sold over half the tickets for the whole tour, which Please. I'm amazed about. And there are a few tickets left. So go to ishanakbar.com forward slash tour to see me alive. I start my tour, Roadman, in September. There will be Edinburgh. 
we think, yeah, we're going to do an Edinburgh run. So do please get the tickets. It starts in September. Don't leave it. Get the tickets now. But like Ishan said, thank you all so much for the support. And we will be back in the studio very, very soon with some guests. we just got to do the Zoom right now whilst I'm a full-time figure skater. Yeah. So thanks again for joining us. See you again very soon. Bye. Bye. Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions.